0: Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of writers and thinkers. I'm Michael Brendan Doherty, and this week, I'd like to talk to you about the longest war in American history. Eight years ago, Barack Obama premised his foreign policy on the idea that the Iraq War was a distraction from the real task at hand in Afghanistan. We had al-Qaeda and Taliban on the run back in 2002. But then we diverted military, intelligence, financial and diplomatic resources to Iraq. Our military is badly overstretched as a consequence of Iraq. We have nearly 150,000 troops in Iraq. Meanwhile Afghanistan is sliding towards chaos and risks turning into a narco-terrorist state. Anyone think Obama has completed the task in Afghanistan? Has he implemented any sort of order there? Even Obama isn't so sure. He recently announced a further drawdown of American troops in Afghanistan, which was a change to his plan to keep just over 5,000 troops there. It seems Obama wants to keep just enough troops to prevent a disaster on his watch, but just few enough to look like he's living up to the promise of finishing the job. But it's becoming clearer by the day that America is losing the longest war in its history. It removed the Taliban from government 15 years ago, Now the Taliban is recapturing larger parts of the country, making governance of the nation's far-flung regions from Kabul impossible, and it's doing the most violence it has in years. Afghanistan's civilian casualty rate this year is at near-record levels. So what was it all for? Obama's strategy in Afghanistan has been confused. He invested in a surge, which made America's operation there an extremely large counter-terrorism force. But he never went all-in for a counterinsurgency strategy or all-in for building up the Afghan government. This meant more American casualties for a time, and it also meant more success against the Taliban. The problem was, almost as soon as these victories started to come in 2012, Obama began withdrawing. The president had soured on the war he had preferred to fight, and he showed it in the exact same way that George W. Bush did on Iraq. The much-touted surge in Baghdad and Anbar province turned out to be less of a long-term strategy for Iraq than a face-saving strategy for America's eventual exit. Just as in Iraq, instead of routing an insurgent force, the Obama administration temporarily overwhelmed it and drove it into hiding in its traditional redoubts. As the drawdown picked up speed in 2012 and 2013, The Taliban regained their momentum, and even some of their territory. Naturally, these gains eroded any efforts at preventing the governance of the country. Civilian fatalities rose, and the number of internally displaced persons in Afghanistan exploded. It all seems so naive now. Obama premised the scheduled drawdown on the idea that it would create pressure on the Afghan state to improve the level of governance it offered and to reform itself. Even now, over a quarter of the administrative districts in Afghanistan are controlled by insurgent groups or at risk of falling into their hands. Opium production in Afghanistan has skyrocketed after a lull during the surge, and American efforts to help the Afghan government build proper infrastructure, electricity, schools, and a working military of its own have only been modest successes. Without a major breakthrough in halted negotiations with insurgents, there is no plausible ending where America gets out of Afghanistan entirely. Not without the Taliban putting the government in Kabul into mortal danger almost immediately. There have been some good faith efforts by Afghanistan's national unity government to root out corruption. But the black clouds gathering on the horizon seem to have driven corruption into overdrive, as jobbers, apparatchiks, and officials who are really in a helpless position Try to get as much as they can out of the government before it falls to the ground the afghanistan war has been demoralizing for america's policy elite and its military yes many al-qaeda operatives were killed and networks were disrupted in the past 15 years but it has become obvious now that complete victory over the taliban in afghanistan alone would require more blood and treasure than americans are willing to invest Beyond that, it would require a much more difficult confrontation with America's long-term ally, Pakistan, which has served as a near operating base for the Taliban. So instead, America's longest war will almost certainly end in defeat. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more of the week's selection of podcasts, including 7-Minute Explainers and This Week I Learned, go to theweek.com slash audio. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell your friends, or give us a rating or review on iTunes. I'm Michael Brennan-Doherty, and thanks so much for listening.